All right, welcome everybody to episode number five of Rick and Forces Feeding Frenzy. I've uh, got some very special guests with us tonight. I'll start off, of course, by introducing our executive producer, Rick DeWallis. How are you on, Forcey? Yeah, good, mate. Always good to have you back here, and uh, thanks for setting up such a great show for us. Oh, no worries. It's been good. Looking forward to another, another quality app. Absolutely. Now, we threw out so many uh, thank yous and shout outs to a certain young fella, so we thought we might bring him back for another go, and that's uh, Big Bad Benny Fleck. Oh, thanks for giving us another crack, fellas. <laughs> oh, thank you for all the uh, advice and uh, different segments you've managed to give to us, mate. So uh, we had to have you back, so looking forward to getting some more out of you. Oh, yeah, we'll do. <laughs> and, uh, of course, uh, today we've got two very special guests. We've got a first up is Harley Coyne. Yeah, how you going? Yeah, good, mate. Thanks for coming along and uh, yeah. having a chat with us. No problem. And uh, we've got uh, the, the big man, uh, Ricky Inneman, as well. Yeah, thanks for having me on your show, boys. No, thank you for coming along. You know, we're look, really looking forward to having a, a good chat with you two fellas. You've got a lot of experience and uh, a lot of uh, history with the sharks that you can tell us all about. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we'll see how we go. <laughs> well, Ricky's got more experience than me. I've only been here a couple of years because my young bloke came to the club last year. Yep. And, uh, but I've been watching with interest because there's been, what, a 10 year history now? Yeah, that's and right. So we're now yeah. into our 11th year, I think. Yeah, this yeah. this is 11th year, I think. And then, but yeah, so, yeah, I've been, uh, but Ricky's been more involved, I know, in, in the footy down at the, the Sharks than I have, so. Well, he's definitely played a couple of games for us, that's for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm trying my best. I want to come over as um, as a coach. Um, I think we had uh, Mick Musty tried his hand at uh, first trying to coach us when I come over, and um, yeah, yeah, he sort of went missing for a while there. Yeah. But um, yeah, I um, jumped in and helped out, and coached, and managed to get myself a couple more games being a coach, <laughs> which is <laughs> quite handy. I didn't train much, but... <laughs> Yeah, sort of. Yeah. I think how it went down was you came down as a coach and had a, had a bit of a crack at that, and then you got the taste for the sausage roll and uh, yeah. put a couple of goals between the big sticks and thought, you know what, I'll have a crack at this. Yeah, <laughs> I love the footy, mate. And um, yeah, whenever I get a chance to have a game, I, yeah, but training has been a little bit difficult. Um, haven't trained for about two years, so yeah, as last night. <laughs> hey, you looked all right on the training track last night, mate. You got a, you got a whopping kick on you, that's for sure. Yeah. Just like Buddy, isn't it? Yeah. Hey, he's a bit like Buddy, isn't it? Buddy, I'm not too sure about Buddy. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're our Buddy, mate. We'll get stuck in you in just a moment. No worries. So, uh, Richter, we'll turn to the footy action on the weekend. And where are we starting? Are we starting this week with the, the Bloods or the League? Where do you want to go today? Oh, let's start with the Bloods. Start with the Bloods? Yeah. Why are we starting with the Bloods? Oh, because they had a had a big win. Had a big win. Acknowledged. It was a huge yeah. win. <laughs> Great win over the Bulls. That's right. Um, yeah. Really good. I watched the first. Oh, watched it right from the start. We watched the first half, and just the way you guys played, just the intensity that you set right from the get go. And we we're just talking before about Steph Forster. He had a great game. He did. Um, really promising signs, mate. Right? Credit to yourself. Did well, and no, it's just looking like a really tight-knit unit out there. Yeah, no, that's right. It's definitely come a long way. And um, I, I haven't, I have noticed one thing. It's a bit of a, a good stat to have. And that seems to be anybody who comes onto our show seems to go on and have a big week. Have you noticed that? <laughs> yeah, that's true. Last well, week's guest, yeah. Big Mac, and uh, he went on to go and get the, uh, the player's player, so the, the player voted by the players, and he also got the coach's award. Yeah. For the game, so we must be good luck. 
Oh, I think so, yeah. On <laughs> our show, if you wanted an award. <laughs> um, Big Mac, he rocked well from what I saw. Yeah, so definitely. Credit to the Big Man. Have you been teaching him? Oh, there was a bit of Richter in there about it. <laughs> you uh, kicks out of the rock. <laughs> yeah, no, he's coming along. And his tackling pressure was amazing as well, you know, for, for someone who's played what is now his fifth game of footy. Mm. He's just, he's coming in leaps and bounds. And, uh, you know, we were saying on last week's ep how, he, how he's played really well in, a, in the couple of games that he's had. Now he's going on to go and get the coach's award and getting all the recognition for it. So he's put in a lot of hard work over such a short period. Yeah, he has, and he's still pretty young, isn't he? Yeah, definitely. I think he's yeah. only about 23 at this stage, so he's, yeah. he's got a lot of footy left in him. Big man, take a while to develop that. Yeah. A few years, and um, he's going to be yeah, playing with a you know, consistent midfield as well. Yeah. Um, he's going to be you know, a real asset to the club. And the other person, of course, who did really well after being on our show was Mel Medham. Yes, you did. Went on and <laughs> run runner-up. Runner-up, best and fairest. Uh, yeah. So uh, it was a good good accolade for her as well. That's yeah, Turning point for me was watching Big Mac 
soccer the ball off the ground, straight into the hands of Red, who went straight to Steph, and Steph kicked the ball, the tick tick boom, exactly how Tagsy asked us to, and I think he hit Corny on the chest. Yeah, Corny was sitting there just waiting, you know. He didn't have to again. move, did he? No, he, he wasn't moving too far. <laughs> <laughs> he, had, he had a crook ankle or something. Yeah, yeah. And, and it was just exactly as we yeah. had been practising on the Friday yeah. night, and it was... It was exa- it, you could have um, you know you could have filmed it. It was exactly yeah. as what we said, you know. And that, that's that's what's going to happen if you know if we stick a game plan uh, through the year. Um, you know, other teams will be going like, wow, what's happening here? And they're already talking about us at the moment. So yeah. they're saying, you know, as we see ourselves, it's um, our fitness that's sort of let us down a little bit. But you know, you stick to the game plan and yeah, things are going well. Well, a couple more training sessions like the one we had last night on Tuesday with um, quite a lot of running. Uh, I think we're averaged about nine kilometres um, for most yeah. of the boys out there, which is... So, so that means I run five. <laughs> <laughs> I think you had two more than me yeah. on that one. So. Yeah. <laughs> uh, there's, you know, there's a couple of laps they are going to hurt, and um, you know, as far as we've been told, it's not punishment. It's, uh, it's for our own benefit, yep. and it's only going to make us better footballers as we go on and, and make it easy to make those decisions yep. and yep. hopefully keep up this, this winning streak. And you know, um, I think we said it before, that we haven't actually won two games in a row, have we? He's won no. game a streak. Uh, it is to me. <laughs> <laughs> it is to the Sharks. I think, um, yeah, no, we haven't won two games in a row. So. Not yet. And we've got a good chance this weekend. So. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and um, it, I don't think it really mattered who we were going up against. It could have been railways, could have been Royals. I think with that momentum yeah. you know, and that, that game structure, I think we're looking... We're looking serious. We're looking deadly. That's right. And then there, there is a, a problem that Tags uh, probably got is numbers, and we've got a lot of them. Mm. It's, it, so. Unfortunately, yeah. uh, from a club perspective, it's a good problem to have. Yeah. From a player's perspective, it's horrible, isn't it? Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. You've got to... got to sit there with your, your fingers and toes crossed yeah. watching and just and hope you got to perform. And if you don't perform and train, you know, well, then if you don't get a game, well, then that's back onto yourself, I think. Mm. You know, so... Yeah. And do you yeah. find when you're out there as well, like training and, and, and playing the game, do you find that you have a bit of pressure on yourself to do something a bit special out there and, and yeah. perform to, to stay out on the, on the field? Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Um, you know, uh, my, my game is, you know, to, to get, kick goals or set up goals. And um, you know, if it doesn't come your way, and for whatever known reason, you know, someone else is in a better position or, you know, you, you're going the wrong way. So, yeah. And, and then all of a sudden you find yourself going, mm, here we go, that nice long run to the bench. And you go, oh, <laughs> shit, what do I do the next quarter? So, yeah, it put pressure. But I love the game, so, you know, whatever, um, you take the good with the bad. Yeah, sort of absolutely. And, um, I mean, you know, I think everybody did that pretty well. I yeah. think we've, um, we've all had a pretty serious look at ourselves, you know, with the selection process. There has been a couple of people who... Um, aren't happy with how it's all going to go down, and they've decided that they don't want to stick around, and that's that's unfortunate. But I think right. we're I think we're in good company now. Yeah, no, no the boys that want to be around want to be around the club. So and the boys that have paid their fees and done the training, done the hard yards, you know, they they're getting yeah. the reward. Yeah, definitely. Hang around and um, like the club will be benefit from all that sort of stuff, you know. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Yeah. For sure. Mm-hmm. Now um, we'll step over to the league action now, so we'll have a look over at. Uh, you, Richter. Now, massive game from the get-go. You guys came out so hard, and I think you're up in the first. Yeah. Up at half-time. Up at half-time. And then three-quarter time was when the, the pieces came crumbling down, unfortunately. 
Yes, I think we were 19 points up um, in the second quarter yeah. at some stage and got along really nicely. Um, we wanted to work in our starts, just bringing that intensity. Mm-hmm. We didn't do that against railways. Um, we were able to do that, executed, uh, whack hit the scoreboard early, a couple goals on and looking good. Um, came out of half time and just a bit flat and they got a quick fast break out of the middle and kicked an early goal and... Um, we're still pretty positive, of course. It's one goal. Yeah. And then they did it again, and the lead started getting away. And um, fortunately, you know, a few people dropped their heads, I think. But yeah, it was it was disappointing that third quarter. Was, yeah, we had we had them on the ropes, as we said. Yeah, the game. definitely. So um, we've talked about it a bit before, and we'll talk about it a bit more again. <laughs> you know, as captain, it's your you know the the team's morale is your responsibility and all those uh you know you've got a lot of lot of weight to bear what do you what can you do to try and just stop these boys from dropping the head what what's the mm, it's hard what's your next plan you know do you have a, a you, is it something you talk about a lot and think about a lot or is yeah. it something you just sort of accept that is footy it is i think we do have some momentum players so if things aren't going their way some people can drop their heads but as a leader and all our leaders um we just try and just keep talking, just keep the morale up, just keep positive. There's only so much you can say. I think it sort of comes down to the individual. You know, I've got to sort of try to lift their spirits. But, yeah, we'll just sort of just say, come on, boys, next one. We're still in this. Um, I'm going to try set the example. If there's a contest to be won, you just got to win it. And some of our leaders, like Jack and, you know, Brock Tide had a, had a great game. Colin Marwick, these senior guys, the way they attack the ball. Um sort of set the standard, so that's all, all you can really do. And you do have some pretty special players out there who will attack the ball whether they're fifty points up or, or mm. thirty points down, you know, they just they don't they don't really change much. You know, is there anything that you can do to sort of draw those guys in a bit more and, and try and improve that, like get them to spread their, their attack into other players who are dropping their heads? Is there how are you looking at trying to make sure that it doesn't just, you know, you don't just write it off and go, oh, well, a couple of boys dropped their heads and that was the end of it, the game was gone. Yeah, just try and keep them involved, get them into the game where you can. Um, encouragement and it's something, you know, I'm trying to improve on as a captain, just getting around to everyone, um, giving them feedback, whatever. It's just, you know, it's just that pat on the back at three-quarter time saying, oh, mate, there's a good thing you did there or whatever. And that could be the difference to spurring them on and having a good fourth quarter. Um, they're just trying to get everyone involved in the game, um, teaching them that you know you you might not be a ball getter, but if you can do something to implement the contest, the shepherd or block or whatever, it's gonna go a long way. So yeah. Yeah. So do you find Ben when you're out there, do you do you celebrate your one percenters enough? Yeah, yeah. Um, definitely, because we got a we got a bit of a tally going on the sidelines for the coaches and um just got to play your role essentially and we do stress that a fair bit so whether your role is getting 50 touches or three like it's whether you do your bit for the team just put in and um yeah just try and get the result because we're all trying to aim for the same thing and that's wins it's not it's not your own um it's not for yourself it's for the team really yeah, yeah it's for your own it's for the team and not yeah. for your own glory sort yeah, of thing. exactly so do you um when you say you got a tally going on do you want to tell us a bit more about this yeah so um just just for um like our own um sort of little wins each quarter um Chubb keeps tally of our tackles and one percenters I believe it is yeah okay um, things that yeah affect 
one test might be a smother, it might be, yeah. you know, like something that's critical, I suppose. Yeah. Um, just pressure acts, really, just to make sure that we're always attacking the ball and hitting the contest really hard. So, And I think we did that fairly well from the onset. Obviously, I wasn't playing, but the boys seemed pretty fired up, given it was Big Richter's 50th as well. <laughs> Absolutely. And the tunes before as well, so... Yeah. A few, few things on that. So. Yeah. Do you do you set yourselves personal, um, like, um, per quarter? Do you go out and say, look, I want to get five kicks this quarter? Is mm. that something that you do, or do you think about it at all? Yeah, I do a little bit at quarter time. I sort of say, I think, oh, I might have had five touches that quarter. Uh, what did I do with the ball? Yeah. I try and aim, you know, get a certain <laughs> amount per quarter. Yeah. Um, but then at the same time, if I'm not getting those. Sometimes it just doesn't go your way. It's like, how am I affecting the game? How many hit outs have I had? Yeah, right. Or whatever. So I like to, you know, be a disposal ruckman. I like to get the ball. Yep. Um, so, yeah, that's if I haven't got, you know, yeah, over 10 touches from, or eight, whatever. I, yeah, no, yeah, fine. I say oh, it's probably a, a bad game or, yeah, yeah. yeah, I like to get the ball. So when you when you obviously you set yourself a, ta- a target yeah. uh, personally, do you look at maybe trying to set little targets for the guys who who do need a bit of help lifting when the game's not going their way? Like you sit there at say for example you're down at half time and go right, you know this person they're usually a really good tackler, mm. so let's set them a goal to get three tackles today. Yeah, like before the game, um, yeah before bounce down we said as a group I said to them like. You know, Elliot Yo can have like 16 tackles on the weekend. Oh, I don't want to hear about Elliot Yo <laughs> yeah, against the Crows. <laughs> that was against someone else. I think it was Port Adelaide. <laughs> pretty, right, you know, pretty sure it was the Crows. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> so, I was there. I'm pretty, yeah, no, I'm pretty sure it was too. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure we can have at least one or two each. Yeah. You know, I'm sure we, we can do that. Yeah. Um, and attacking our pressure guys know who they are. Um, and they, yeah, we, I probably need to give them a bit more encouragement. And, maybe help set some goals with them yeah, yeah you know, what they really, can do pressure act it was really good what Chubb said as well because he was watching the GWS game he yeah. said this before um, they were up I think it was by 20 or 30 points and their tackles were I think it was 24 to 4 or something yeah. along those lines they, just, they were just smashing amid the tackles and they were way up as well so um, yeah and, the, and obviously so it's a pretty fair barometer is that what yeah, you sort yeah. of yeah it's a correlation yeah. Yeah, yeah you tackle well um, you know, generally going to hit the scoreboard too. I think we just did Jake pretty proud there. We used some pretty big words just, just now <laughs> in that little sentence. You know? He loves a big that. word, uh, big, big slang. Did you, did you Google that one beforehand or something? I did, yeah, maybe we need, notes, to, yeah, maybe no. we need to set ourselves a personal goal for the podcast and that is to get one or two of these big words in there to make yourself yeah. a little bit more professional you know, as we keep going. Yeah, good thinking. Um, but, um, yeah, just going to say back to the game before in that third quarter, like Sammy Lehman, Jesse Wynn as well. Um, they just had tremendous quarter. I think you could yeah, quite, absolutely. yeah, back me up there, Ben. Um, and we just had no answers for them. Yeah, yeah, Ben, the runner out there, I was getting told to go, who's on him switching him, switching <laughs> players around. Uh, yeah, yeah, definitely, they played very well, and we'll, we'll learn for next time. Um, just, yeah, just got to keep building. And um, it was really good to see the boys rally in the fourth as well, so I think so. I, I know in the past they could just throw in the towel sort of thing and it could have blown out a bit. Mm. Although I think as a team we rallied really well and um, yeah, did put a few like goals on and obviously it's a bit too little too late but percentage and stuff is always important as well, especially when we're challenging for finals and fourth spot. 
Yeah, and I think it's, uh, on top of that, it's just it's a good, you know, it's a, <laughs> I'm going to use the same word, unfortunately, but it's a good barometer of the club, you know, to sit there and, and say that we're not happy to just get rolled and just go, well, we did the best we could and just wipe your hands and say we'll try again next week. Yeah, you know, um, it might be a light, late in the fourth quarter, but you know, a comeback can come from anywhere. So yeah, it's just we had, um, I think it was got, it was looking like it might be our third game without scoring in the halves. I think so. We were playing really patchy footy. Like in parts we looked a million dollars, and then other other parts we looked quite average. But it was good to see, um, yeah, really rally. So I think rather than just letting it slide, like it had been in a few week, last few weeks before. So yeah. Oh, it's always good to be working forward um, and it must be a really difficult thing to coach for as well you know it's, always, it's, it's, it's lovely to be a coach when everything's going your way and um, it's got to be really du- really difficult for um, you know for Chubb to sit there and find a way to get you boys to stay you know stay focused stay on the goal sort of thing yeah. mm. um, Harley you've done quite a bit of coaching since you've been at the Sharks you coached uh, the reserve side last year yeah, it's, some... it's funny, you know, because all I went and did was stood next to Ricky. <laughs> and ended up being an assistant coach to him. Oh, <laughs> the way I, I remember I got coached into it. Huh? <laughs> the way that I remember it was a bit differently from that. I seem to remember, yeah, and I, I think, um, I think uh, Riley will back me up on this one, some of the best, most heartfelt pre-game speeches that we've ever heard in our young careers came from your mouth mate you know about well, getting out there and playing that's playing actually really hard to hear because and... I thought it was falling on a few deaf ears there for a while <laughs> well, one, of the, one of the things that, that um, I did do was make sure I had their eyes looking at me and when, when people look at you you know you're all worn out and you're all in a bunch and if they're not looking at you um, they you know they're distracted by other things and we've got a couple of boys in the 16s that play around at the back and but if they're all if they're all looking at you, you know you've got their attention, and that's what we sort of demanded a little bit of last year was, I need your eyes, and that means you, you switch it on with that intensity and you're listening. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And did you find with that you know simple strategy, people wouldn't be talking in the back and they wouldn't be talking over you and those sorts of things? Yeah, it was a good well, way to just really outlay your message. I'm a fairly I coach um, junior footy. Yep. I've done a lot of junior footy stuff. I followed my son. Targe all the way through, and I coached um, back in the 90s, my other sons, I've got two older sons, um, and I've been involved in junior footy, and plus played for a number of years with footy and that, but I, I'm, I'm a fairly demanding sort of a bloke, um, an individual. I'll hold you to that. I set personal, personal um, targets for myself, if I'm actively involved, either you're in or you're out, you know, and that, that there's no halfway for me, I, I sort of like demand um, that you're, as I say, you're watching, you're listening, and you get the game plan that we we all um, can see that'll benefit us. And, and so, um, coaching, I, I do a bit of that in, in cricket as well. Yeah. And cricket's a different game because it's more of an individual game. Mm-hmm. Um, and you can, you know, you can play as a team, yeah, fair enough when you're fielding, but when you're going out there to have a bat, you, you've got to be switched on. So we actually... Um, <coughs> I practice a bit of that individual stuff and talking to blokes and saying, now, what are you going to do and what are you going to bring? And Like, you know, when we talked just a minute ago about setting personal goals for mm. quarters, and that, I used to set myself a personal goal to get five kicks every quarter. And mm. if you work that out, you get 20 kicks a game. And so you, you're up there in, in that, that's a good game status. If you're getting 20 kicks plus 
after they've done handballs and, and a few other things that come <coughs> with the tackles. And, mm. So they, and they're basic things. If you set yourself, um, you know, say five kicks a quarter, um, and you get that, um, you're on task. Mm. And then sometimes, you know, you'll get um, more of the ball, particularly if, you know, like on the weekend, our in our six teams and that, um, we got to be dominant after a couple of quarters, and our boys in the forward line were getting kicks and. And they were racking it up because the game was in our court, basically. Mm-hmm. But, but um, yeah, I, I do. I used to set personal targets. Yeah. So, um, Ricky, what do you reckon? Does he saw you check out, or did he put his hand up to coach last year? What's What's the official? What's the official <laughs> word? No, he put his hand up. I, I knew yeah. he would. Have. Oh, I yeah. knew he would have. You know. Yeah. <laughs> there, there, were, there were times there when I wish I hadn't, though. Cause, <laughs> I was good. good, good. We had we had close ones where um, yeah. one one young fellow who's still playing with us at this moment yeah. wouldn't uh, wouldn't do. He'd come off and he'd he give, us, really give, accurate, us, yeah. give us the eye yeah. and whatever and. You don't give this old bloke the eye. Yeah, I'm <laughs> it may be an old bloke. Wrong bloke, mate. And yeah. I'm going like, settle down, man, settle down. And I was sort of like, going, no, I'm going to, and I said, nah, it's all right, it's all yeah, right. It's all right. Yeah. Because yeah. you know, a lot of the young blokes, particularly all the new boys, are all my nephews, generally. Yeah. And and we know them. All. We've seen them. I've worked with their parents and kids since we we, we all know each other in our community. Yep. Which is a really, it's an asset, particularly when you get older and you, because um, they all treat you as an uncle. Yeah. And generally they'll listen to you if even, um, you know, uh, on the footy field it's even better because um, if you're in that coaching role, they will listen to you, generally. And on the street too. Yeah, generally you know, it's, it's, it's a respecting too, yeah. you know. It's, it's a genuine respecting. Yeah. I find that, I find that with um, me being playing football for, yeah, However long, um, <laughs> we won't uh, disclose the official yeah, amount, but um, we'll just say a while. Yeah, a while. Um, I get to know a lot of young people, young men, and yeah. I get a lot of respect. I can go anywhere, and you know, there's all the boys. Oh, there's, there's Rick, you know. And, and I don't know whether I'm being selfish uh, for myself for hanging around playing sport, but I just love the game, and yeah. you know, hanging around young men who. Uh, striving to be the best and enjoying their lives and all that sort of stuff is, you know, it's good to see. Well, I think you're sitting on a tally of about five or six goals this season already, mate, so I don't think you're doing anything <laughs> selfish. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah no, I'm, I'm, I'm hoping to. I've got a little bet with my, my son who's actually playing for the opposition at the moment, uh, Royals, mm. and, uh, yeah, we bet each other, like... Whoever kicks the most, kicks the most goals this year um, is two hundred dollars. Oh, uh, yeah. So what's what's uh, what's what's the young fella's tally right now? Our code, uh, we're we're equal at the moment. We've both got uh, four goals each. Oh, yeah. And he's been injured for two games. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, I better set you up with a few more this week. Yeah, yeah. 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 Yeah, I'll, I'll, if, yeah, if anyone's out there who wants halves and $200, you know, <laughs> kick it at me. <laughs> kick it at me and I'll give it. <laughs> you get it at the end of the year, that's all. But yeah, no, um, he's over playing for rules and enjoying his footy over there with all his mates and whatever. Um, probably people were wondering why I didn't go over there with him. Um, well, you did put us through a bit of a... You gave us a bit of a heart attack at the start of this year, didn't you? You know, you, you, it was a bit of a roller coaster ride. Yeah. And just before we get into that, like, we're just... We're, for, for those who weren't on the uh, on the end of the messages in the, in the sharks chat there, you know, for for a little while it was looking like it was very serious uh, change, and you were going to jump over to Royals. Yeah, yeah, I was going to head back. Going to jump over there and do a bit of 
play a couple of games and probably take on a coaching role as well, I'd imagine. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm well uh, respected over there as well, um, Royals. Um, I think, that, to be fair, I think you're well respected wherever you go. I do the right thing, I think. I think on the weekend we played railways, um, we're sitting on the bench having a couple of beers and um, one of the young fellas in our team said, oh, you know, hey, geez, you know, yeah, knocking that one back a bit. And the old railways bloke said to him, He's played so many games, mate, he's allowed to have another one. <laughs> so, yeah, I thought that was pretty cool. So, But, yeah, no, I, um, my, my son um, wants to play with his mates, and, and I do the same. I want to play with my mates, and, uh, you know, I've enjoyed my time at Sharks, and good mob of people, good mob of blokes. So, yeah, yeah hopefully want to be around for a little bit longer, so... Yeah. I mean, obviously not to talk uh, ill of Royals at all, but, I mean, we are a club that's got a lot of heart. Yep. You know, yep. we, that, that's everything from our coaching staff, from our from our big uh, speeches from Harley before we run out on the field or, yeah. or whoever it be, or um, Tags pumping us all up with, yeah. his, with his music and his, uh, and his individual sort of... That's different, isn't it? Yeah. It's no, <laughs> entertaining, man. Yeah. I sit there and I just sort of have a big smile on my face and go, yeah, and then calls, calls my name out and go, well, what's he going to say about me? Like, oh, I've had two kicks last couple of weeks. Yeah, here we go, yeah. <laughs> I reckon... I reckon, I'll, I'll just put it out there just quietly. I reckon I could write down today what he was saying, oh. and I reckon I could put it in an envelope, yeah. and uh, I could give it to you on, on Sunday, and at the end of the game you can open it, and he would say exactly what I reckon. Do the same thing, yes. Yeah. <laughs> I reckon so too. So but. we'll put the challenge out there, because Tags actually has a bit of a listen to this, so Tags, if you're out there, mate. Oh, no. You, <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Tags, if you listen to this one, mate, and you haven't already, we want you to put a bit of extra effort into getting in there and um, you know, make sure we have... Uh, a bit, bit different each week, you know. Oh, extra effort, man! This yeah, puts uh, a lot of effort. It puts a lot of effort in, yeah. I know. But we're gonna, we're gonna challenge him. You know, he's yeah. challenging us with a bit of extra fitness and a bit of, uh, you know, a bit of structure and everything. So we're gonna challenge him as well. We have the right to do those players, I think. Oh, yeah, I, I reckon so. <laughs> yeah. Talking about challenges, uh, we we had a yarn on Friday night about you know reconciliation week and and a whole stack of other things. And that so. was a bloody good yeah, chat. It, it was good fun. I actually enjoyed talking to him because I enjoy talking anyway. But I think um, that's why you and I are such good mates, you know. I think so as well. Yeah. yeah. But we, we were talking um, about a few things, tags and I and then I uh, was talking to Craig and Murray, Anning and and um, we also had a yarn yesterday with Jeff the president and so we we've been thinking about a couple of things that we could do to reinforce the reconciliation process at our club. Yeah. And so we were we were um, we're in the processes at the moment of discussing and formulating a bit of a plan to get some um, NADOC round jumpers printed for our club. And we're going to start with with um, hopefully in the next couple of weeks raising the awareness of what we're going to do and why we're going to do it and how we're going to do it. So. I'm just planting a few seeds while we actually can. And well, you got a couple of listeners here, mate. So if you want to, yeah. Well, what what the, the I'll the, tell you before the, you get into it. Is, we we, often, yeah, we so average about a hundred mm-hmm. listeners per episode on a good on a good wow. episode. Well, that's that's good news. So there's a hundred people out here who are probably listening to your idea right now. So well, it's good I, I don't know about my idea. Here. I think it's something that like, we we as a um, you know nationally we we're starting to become more aware of um, the multicultural um, perspective within. AFL. Well, we've got people from all over the place that are playing 
um, football now at, at every different level, and it's not just um, our kids that are being successful, it's everyone's kids being successful. Whether you come from an African, Asian, Chinese, I'm not so sure about Chinese, but we've got a multicultural society that is involved in our footy. So yeah. that's actually raising a little bit of awareness and a, a reconciliation, and this year um, it's become more and more apparent. And so um, what we're thinking about, um, and Jeff and, and some of the executive agree, is that we need to get a couple of sets of jumpers for our um, NAIDOC round yeah. and celebrate that by walking, you know, running out on the field with, um, dressed with a uniform made locally by a, a, one of our parents, of um, one of the kids, and and celebrate the fact that we've got an Indigenous round uh, 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 through NAIDOC week. And yeah. So that's something that we're thinking about. And then, as I say, well, um, Jeff said, send me an email and we'll do it. So that's Jeff the President. Fantastic. So we're going to get onto that. So Would it's something have... that we can all get involved in individually as well. So by saying, look, I can raise funds to do that or yeah. we can support that. And, and you know, the idea is to, for us to be become stronger as a club. When we... um auction them off at the end to raise a bit more money for the next year and get new ones each year or would we keep with the same sort of design? That's a tip. That's a difficult idea, one. Yeah, because I know... I'll tell you what, I would love to... For Anzac Round because I'd buy mine. Yeah, well, I mean... I'd buy them and them. I always try and get my hands... Uh, you know, being an Adelaide Crow supporter, I love watching Eddie Betts play footy and I love yeah. the fact that yeah. he gets his family involved. This year he actually had some boots made up. Yep. And I don't know if anybody heard the story just as a, just a little bit of a sidetrack. Um... He had the boots designed by one of his family members over in Brisbane and the paint wasn't going to dry in time for them to be able to send it by a post. Yeah. So they ended up getting them all painted up and Eddie Betts took to social media and said, I need someone flying from Brisbane to Adelaide to come bring me my boots to play against West Coast in. So that was, right. that's bloody, that was bloody yeah, special. Little story, yeah. he's, a, he's, a, he's a great player and I, I love yeah. everything he does for community and I love, love the Jesus that come out of... Um, of the, the Adelaide Crows, the Indigenous Rounds jerseys. I think last year actually was my personal favourite, um, and I'm, I'm still trying to get my hands on one because I'd love to get one for my mum. She loves them as well, so um, well, it would be yeah, a great idea. I to think it'd be a good idea, because then we can actually start start to plough some of that money back into the club again, and you know, and I think the sky's the limit with 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 that concept. Yeah, but I think um, getting the club to identify it um, through NADOC Week Round is is something that we we. We, we wanted to do. And also, Jeff talked about um, there's a new set of jumpers that are coming um, very soon, within the next couple of weeks, um, and it's the, the clash jumpers, they call them. Yep. And they're the ones that um, will eliminate the clash between us and some of those, uh, like Royals, and, and, and our jumpers with clash with other club colours. Yes. Yeah. So these ones, from what Jeff was saying, um, our president would be predominantly white. Yep. And it may well be our, our um, jumper that we wear all the time and with a lot less of the colour scheme that we've got now but more of the white. Mm. So we yeah. actually become more identified with, with a, um, a, a uniform. Yeah. But I that's, that's something for Jeff to talk about. But um, he was saying we've got some other jumpers coming in very soon because it is difficult when you're playing against um, other clubs that are very similar colours. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. And I think if we were to go out there with our own jerseys. I think that's something we'd take a lot of pride in. Yeah. Um, as a whole, I mean, I would love to go out there with some locally designed artwork, you know, um, and yeah. run out there and play play footy and yeah. and know what it means to a lot of people, you yeah. know, what it means to, to play footy in a uh, multicultural society as well yeah. as to just support, you know. I mean, obviously, whoever this artist might be, you know, they, they'd obviously yeah. get some, 
recognition. Yeah. Recognition, you know, I think yeah, it'd be really important. And when you're talking about raising awareness, it's such a it, obviously it's a it's a bit of a financial matter, but we could definitely fundraise. You yeah, know? Well, yeah I'm thinking that you know if we plant the seed early enough, we, there's no reason why we can't um, get it all up and um, in, into place by next year. So. Um, well, maybe we'll that's, aim at that anyway. So. Maybe that's a challenge we need to set ourselves now. Few well, perhaps a few sausage sizzles, a couple of uh, secret uh, ideas coming from the Minister for Entertainment. I reckon I can <laughs> put a few ideas together. Anyway, yeah, that's, yeah, yeah, we'll take that to you, sir. Oh, look, I, <laughs> I'd have to talk about, to Jeff about that because I had, to, I had to fight tooth and nail to get those speakers. <laughs> but no, I think, um, I think it's a brilliant idea, Ali, and I think that's something that we all... I think it's something the club want to do, and that, and that we... And know, do you like, think, if we like were the, the first ones to start it, do you think that other other teams would be pretty keen to follow on? Yeah, well, other teams, um, I know Railways... I think Railways have got theirs. Royals have got theirs. So we, we, we just... Um, in the process of getting ours together, I think it, it would um, certainly be um, welcomed by our Aboriginal community, eh? I don't know. Yeah, and that's something we'd like and, to do. And our players. So. Yeah, definitely the players, but that's something we'd like to do. Um, I think it's fair to say that we are we do have a very large number of ag- Aboriginal players mm. in our club, and it's something that we enjoy. You know, It's something we like to have around. We love, we love all the players that play. <laughs> We love Big Ricky out there all the time. You know, the more the better. Yeah, <laughs> um, and I think it's something that we can do to sort of to give back to those guys who do train hard and play hard and you know do all the little bits and pieces that I, mean, I know you do a lot behind the scenes um, for the club. Obviously, you're a member of the committee. If I'm right, no, no, not not yet. Well, not, not yet. I'm quite able to sit back for now. <laughs> yeah, for now. <laughs> just as a needs basis, if you need anything, give us a shout. Yeah, <laughs> well, we love doing that, mate. We love having you Absolutely. about. All right, well, I think we'll, we'll step away from it for a little while and we'll have a bit of fun now, and I think it's time to move on to the Whopper's Wallop. Whopper's Wallop. Whopper's Wallop. So there's a couple of people who are in trouble and they're going to cop a wallop from Rick. <laughs> all right, all so, right, so we'll get straight into it. All so right. First wallop goes to Jordan Jill Tyndale. Oh, <laughs> Jill. Uh, wearing trackies to training. <laughs> oh, 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 mate. Can't have that. Show off those white legs, Is there on? anybody on the on the on the couch here who's in support of the trap suit pants at training? No, whatever. You've got skinny legs, you don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> don't you think that'd be an opportunity to push yourself and get some skinny legs? No, I reckon he's all right. I've seen you're going to find him because of it. That's no, he's not. He just gets a wallet. So he's cut the cut the wallet. Cheers, Benny, for sending that one through. and next one. Who else has got a head on the walloping block? Uh, next head is Hunter. Oh, Hunter. Jamie Hunter. <laughs> so rocked up Sunday after a big night. A little bit hungover. Um, I, I think he didn't play. I think that's, that's exactly why he didn't, why he didn't play. play. I think, yeah, exactly. I think a little bit hungover might be an understatement. <laughs> a little bit very. <laughs> very hungover. Yeah, I said to him, are you injured? He's like, no, 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 just a yeah, big weekend. I was like, oh. Right, you know, <laughs> so he's yeah. yeah, couple of wallets. Yeah, couple of wallets. Come on, the bloods need you, mate. Get That's back it. in there. Come on, mate. Don't be weekend. Don't be on the piss. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Saturday night's not for not for drinking, mate. <laughs> what about playstations? Yeah, playstations. Well, yeah, for playing playstations too late at night. Or not? Give us a give oh. us a name, mate. Yeah, yeah. Well, there's a couple of young blokes in there. I a, won't name them. Oh, we need a name. No, no, you know, I can't give you names because you're juniors. You're juniors, you see, and and being a Right. Juniors, you can't mention their names. So, but some oh, of them right. are staying up too late on Saturday night 
playing PlayStation, so I know. What do you reckon, Richter? Yeah. Well, at the PlayStation and Xbox. Yeah, right. Yeah. Right. Anybody who's on the PlayStation on the weekend, just know you copped the wallet from Richter, courtesy of Harley Coy. <laughs> Not good enough. Cut it off at 10.30, Woods. 10.30, right? 10.30, Woods, yeah. Get to bed, get to bed, We're going to get your gamer tags and we're going to look. And if you're online playing at 10.31... We're going to send Rick around your place to sort you out. What do you reckon? Wallop. We're going to get a face-to-face wallop. Uh, now, I'll, I'll, there, was a, there was a close call mm-hmm. for a wallop. I was going to uh, put Jake the Snake oh, yeah. up there. Snakey, yeah. What's yeah. that? I, I thought it was his fault on the day. Oh. I was a bit upset. Oh. So he's, he's oh, escaped yeah. the wallop. Oh, of course. But um, he was in charge. He was placed in charge of, of my beautiful speaker system. Um, I'm sure you would have seen on the weekend, Harley. Yeah. We had the beautiful, we had my big speaker what, system. Did he set drop up. it? No, yeah. that? no, 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 no. It was it's too too big to drop. Basically, the plan is for uh, all the teams, and this week we're actually going to work on getting the Sixteens and the Colts as well to run out to a song like they're playing in the AFL. So anybody who's watched the Eagles play, they run out to the old Eagle Rock, yep. and a bit of that sort of carry on. So a bit of fun, try and give ourselves a bit more of a professional Absolutely. feel. Uh, now we were supposed to run out with a bit of jet, a bit of um, you know, a bit of Aussie rock, and I played it in the change rooms. Yeah, it was good. You actually asked me to chuck a bit of music. Yeah, on. I, I did. I did. I like a bit of music. Yeah. yeah. And, and what do you reckon of the song choice? The first one. I, I, th- I thought it was good. Yeah. I thought it was good. Yeah. And how good would that have been to run out to? I was looking forward to it. I was. I was, and I would have kicked a couple more goals. I, I think you would have as well. <laughs> and what happened was he went to hit play, and somehow, and I, I'm, I, you know what? I'm putting it back on him. Yeah. I'm putting him back on the chopping block. Is that Snake? Yeah, funny snake. Well, he butchered it, <laughs> and what happened was there was going to be bloody Ed Sheeran playing instead. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, so it didn't happen. He said it was on shuffle. Yeah. He, he reckoned it was on shuffle. I don't, I don't know. Oh, it was all so, set up. Really it was all set up. Yeah. All he had to do was press play. I just set it up so all he had to do was snake press play. stuffed it, mate. Stuffed it? Is <laughs> he coming a while? Yeah, yeah. I was really looking forward to that. I was like, here we go. And there was a couple of songs that like briefly played like together, just a mashup. And then it was just shut, shut off. I was like, oh, not good enough, snake. snake. Oh. You dropped the ball. I'm, I'm putting it on you, mate. You dropped the ball. No. Not good enough. <laughs> Does he get a go again this weekend? Oh, no, no. We, we, we actually had much more capable hands uh, managing it from then on. Oh, okay. And that was uh, young Michelle Coyne took over. Oh, okay. And it was probably a knows, seamless yeah. process from the rest of the, the, rest of the afternoon on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she could press play with the best of them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So um, we'll, we'll have a quick look into that. So uh, you guys ran out this week to... Uh, what did we, what did we get, set you up with this week was... Uh, um, Powderfinger this week, Holy Grail last last week. No, it was, yeah, Holy Grail you ran out to this week. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. What was what was the thought on that one? It's a it's a great song. Really liked it. Everyone yeah. was upbeat, talking about it on the field as we got round to the other the far um, uh, half forward line. Uh, I can still hear it, and it's good. Really hit, and the opposition. I think they enjoyed it too. Yeah. Probably well, seen Dion Woods doing a bit of jig to it or something. <laughs> <laughs> well, we actually... Oh, well, played so well. Yeah. 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 What, what we did this week was actually lifted the um, the main speakers up a bit, a bit more because I won't get too much into mm. it, but basically bass frequencies that come out of the subwoofer, mm. they carry, they'll bounce off walls, whereas mm. the sound of singing and guitars and stuff like that won't bounce. Yeah. So I set the speakers up just that little bit higher and then that that just gave me the ability to carry right to the edge of the field, and I have to say that stereo system at 
what you heard that night on that, that afternoon it was running at about 40% Oh, wow. So we've got some room to move in, in, in that still, yeah. so you can definitely crank it up a bit more. I did see the sign from you um, when, when you're making the tunnel, they crank it, they give it a bit louder. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Got to look after the boys. And um, I think it's just going to be a lot of fun to run out to, you know. And, and mm. the, second, the second half we ran out to uh, a bit more upbeat song, the, uh, the old Here Comes the Boom by P.O.D. <laughs> yeah, didn't back it up, though, did we? That's, uh, <laughs> <laughs> unfortunately not, but... Um, What's what's the, how are we feeling about it so far? Is is it, is yeah. it going to catch on? Are we sticking yeah. with it? Yeah, definitely. It's a good thing. I yeah. like it. Ricky, you're a fan. Yeah, yeah, I, I love music, man. Yeah, and having music with sport. I mean, I I go to the gym and I listen to music um, all the time. That helps you just yeah, mm. gets you pumped. So I've had a bit of a chat to these fellas, obviously, because they're we're part of a very in depth uh, group chat, which we're always hitting each other up about different ideas and stuff, and. We've got some pretty big ideas for the for going forward, but the one we're trying to work on now is trying to make sure that little stadium that sits right next to our change room becomes on our home games. That becomes where the sharks sit together, yeah. you know. So that way, all the mums and everything, will, and 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 supporters, wives, girlfriends, you know, yeah. they'll all be sitting in those stands. And that way, you know, when we do do the right things, we get those one percenters and the. Yeah. Can and you the, put a canteen in there? <laughs> is that the priority? Is that what's going on? Canteen, man. Have you tasted those egg and uh, egg and bacon, bacon rolls? Now, how good are they? And how good is it? Five bucks. How good is it that we never run out? Oh, wow. Well, it's pretty we good. Have a conveyor belt across to the top of the All right. Stand. So, would that get you to sit in that stand? Yeah, room? man. I'd That's what it's going to say. And long bags just keep chugging. <laughs> Maybe we get like the old, you know, when you see the in the American TV shows with the baseball, where they had the, the bloke run around with the peanuts, you know? Yeah, just oh, just in our section. Just in our section, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those bacon egg burgers are knockout. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's what we like to hear. So um, I think we've got to credit Sharon yeah, for that one. Shazza. Oh, you yeah. got two now, Sharon. You're <laughs> no. killing it. You, you, two mentions in the podcast. <laughs> hey, who's this bloke that keeps running down the the uh, when the league run out the other day? Mm. There was um, two lines of. Oh, I know exactly who you're talking about. There was a bloke carrying a water bottle. Oh. He, got, he got a humongous... Oh, I don't think he mean, when he, he came out. Yeah. Is, he, is he one of your runners or something? He's awesome. Yeah. Well, I think what you mean is that the, the football players came through yeah. and then that's a that. legend ran out. Yeah, he's awesome. And yeah. a legend yeah. ran out. Hey, oh, that's Skinny right. Dave. I only saw the back of him going down. I couldn't quite recognise him. <laughs> I reckon he needs a wallet as well. Yeah, I've never seen him run so fast in his life. I reckon if he if he had that much of a cheer going on every time he played the Legends match, mate, yeah, I reckon yeah. he'd kick a bag. No, I reckon that's what's great about it. Put him in the fourth line. Yeah. I reckon. I reckon. Yeah. Yeah, run with his water bottles, you reckon? He'd be good scum. The eyes are quite, I reckon. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's, it's pretty good aspect. No, he's a good man. Yeah. He is. And, uh, you know, that's that's just one of the... the he's, he's one of the lucky exemptions that gets a pat on the back every single week. You know, yeah. I always do my best every time I see him to give him a pat on the back. Because um, he's always running waters, he he doesn't have to be there on a Tuesday night. You know, he's probably he's probably got a couple of nice cold beers in the fridge and a comfy couch to be sitting on instead. But he comes down, he's always supporting, he's always Who helping. Who are we talking about? Anyway? Skinny Dave. Skinny Dave. Yeah. Skinny Dave. He's got this. He's got this little kid that just keeps running. Young man. Have you seen him kick the footy? <laughs> really? oh, I've seen him kick the footy. Yeah. I've, he kicked. He kicked. He was man of the match at the Legends match this year for the warm-up. Mate, and I, we were talking the other day about um, the NADOC work stuff, and he was saying, 
can we get our reserves and our league players to um, take a child out on the ground with them when, when we have the celebration oh. before the game and then sit down together and actually do a, a proper ceremony out on the ground? And he's, so I said, yeah, man, we could do that. I'd say at a club level, and I'd say well, I would love to take my little daughter out there. Yeah, well, that to me, she gets around a bit. Your young daughter, to yeah, she does. <laughs> you know, she's been in the newspaper more times than I have. Is that right? <laughs> That's right. Yeah. <laughs> unfortunately for me, well, no, fortunately for her, I should say. <laughs> no, she's got. Fortunately for me, she's got her mother's good looks. So um, unfortunately, I, 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 I don't have any good looks, you know. So she gets it all from right. mum. So luckily, she got them from mum. So uh, That's good. you know, right. so she's she's been in the newspaper I think she's up for a third time now she's got she's got her own little shark shirt as well Uh, and we're going to be we're going to start organising getting them around to you know we've obviously got Rochelle um, expecting a little baby on the way at the moment so we're going to try and get her a a, a shirt and also um, Dwayne Coyne he's just got a young little little daughter so get get a couple of these shirts going around for our young supporters which would be really nice so easy to do nowadays, you know, you just jump on the internet and it, we sent them the logo and came back with a shirt. It was great. So wow. that's what we've got to yep. do, you know. Yep. Mm-hmm. That's all right. No, it's yeah. good. But yeah, as we said, Skinny Dave, lucky. Yeah. He's the lucky exemption, I think, because I think if we if we had our time again, we'd love to be able to yeah. find a way to, you know, send Tracy through the tunnel and give her the big clap. Yeah, and Sharon and... Yeah, and, or, or and, we, and I reckon we should all alternate that, I reckon. Yeah. Because yeah. they're all, all, the, all the executive made a pat on the back. Tracy and Tracy and Jeff, and Jeff and, 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 and Jeff going through parents. Anyways, another idea. No, that's right. At least this is this is what we need to sort of keep building on as well. You know, we have we've we've talked about it a lot in our podcasts, and um, you know, hopefully, you fellas get a chance to have a yeah, listen to it as well. Who's writing all this down? Though? Is anybody writing all this down? This is all recorded, mate. Oh, yeah, right. doesn't so doesn't need to write it down. Yeah, cool. <laughs> this, the, thing, things happen from this. Yeah, uh, from this as we said, you know, anybody who comes onto our show goes on and, and plays a really good game or, or picks up an award. So, thank you very much for inviting me. I'm going to. We couldn't think of a better. I'm, I'm kicking a bag this week. It might even be my bag in the chamber, but I'm still kicking a bag. You're kicking a bag. I'll take the two hundred bucks to the bank. Uh, all right, so um, now obviously uh, this week being a big week for uh, Reconciliation Week. Now we, we had a quick chat, Harley, we, we mentioned it just before, you had a, a chat with all the boys on Friday night after training. Um, how, how was that for you, having a chat and just having all those boys in front of you? you, you you're obviously not a nervous speaker, we know that much, you, you love having a chat and having a yarn with, 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 with all the boys. Well, yeah. we, we, you know, I've been in that game for a long time now, talking to people. Yeah. We, I've done it for a living. We used, I used to work in, in schools and do a lot of um, that type of stuff with groups of people. And I'm confident enough now to talk about it. But sometimes, you know, your best laid plans can come unstuck if you're not prepared. But the other night we talked about a few things that, you know, are dear to us. And, and those things you don't need to prepare for, you can talk off the cuff, you know, if, if there's, if you're sincere about things and they're close to you, it comes out naturally. And so, and what I've been finding at, at the Sharks Club um, more and more is, is the openness and the, the, um, the, the goodwill at the club. There's a genuine um, art beat there that's run by, um, you know, by 
the, the goodwill of people and and there's a number of people at that club that just operate on this yep I'll give I can give I can give and I've seen I've seen the benefits of it um, and so and I like that atmosphere you know? and to talk to the group the other night about reconciliation well I think you know the club's already doing it and it's just reinforcing some of the things that 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 um, you're already actually doing as a club so that for me was easy I thought in one respect but but um, you know, as I say, we talked about the multicultural society that we live in today. And Henry and Henriks, I think, played with us last year. Yeah. They've gone across the walls. Rallies. And them blokes, their yeah. parents, and I used to go and say good day to their parents every time I saw them. Mm. Just to say, yeah, welcome to the club, you know. And, and they always, and then we had this interaction last year that was, I actually missed their parents because we used to have a chat after the game and during the game, and it was really quite good just to know other people from other communities, you know. Yeah. And, uh, but yeah, no, that other night, Friday night was um, good. I think that's where the, the three wins on Sunday came from, even though the Colts and the 16s weren't in the room. <laughs> but there was a genuine, I thought on the weekend, there was a genuine um, um, wholeness about our club. Yeah. And starting to, starting to come out in, in game there, I think, because you blokes looked like you were a fairly well intent, particularly in the reserves, they... Yeah. They came out as a unit and they're all clicking at the same time and they're starting to believe in themselves as a unit, supported by a great structure, a great club and some good people. And it's the same with the league. The league is starting to become confident enough and say, yeah, I'll run this game, I'll have a crack at this. And if we'd have ran that other quarter out, I reckon we'd have won that game, yeah. you know, on the weekend. And that's what I think talking to people can, can do. And coaching's all about talking to people, getting their attention, talking to them. And that's... I think one of the benefits of our club is that we get lots of opportunity to talk. And we've talked about that a bit, about how the league side uh, throughout their development is really so close mm. to just stringing those couple of wins together, doing all those, mm. doing all those right mm. things. We're, we're right there. You know, This year is the mo- probably the most exciting year to be at the Sharks, mm. I think. Um, and you, know, you talk about the Bloods obviously coming, because mm. we, we, we we're, we're not reserves this year, we're the Bloods this year. So we've got to remember that one. Yep. <clears throat> but we talk about the Bloods coming a long way this year, and obviously that comes from, as you say, great coaching in um, in Stuart Tags and structures and all that sort of stuff. But also a couple of lots of baseline stuff where people have come a long way um, from previous years. Yep. So obviously both of you last year and in in previous years have had coaching roles uh, as we go up. And has there been any players that you've sort of kept an eye on and you thought to yourself, you know, this guy's really come a long way and you've sort of taken a bit of pride knowing that you have had a bit of a hand in that whether it be a, a league player a 16 a cult has been any sort of standout players for you or are they all special yeah, to you my mine will be um, definitely Riley yeah um, yeah he, he's I mean from where he's come from you know he's unco and all that sort of stuff when he first started but no now and he's, he's the first one to yeah. tell you that too you know yeah <laughs> now he, he's, he's worked hard on his game you know he's he's um he punishes himself when he does something wrong, and you know to watch him yeah, grow from you know two years no three years ago I think when I first got here um, yeah he couldn't you know, kick or whatever and he didn't know what you know he got frustrated with himself and all that sort of stuff but now no he's he's confident in his game and he, he pushes himself and yeah a very improved footballer. Played well on the weekend too. Yeah, yeah. he did, and he, he, I think he picked up some recognition from the coaching awards as well from the weekend. Yeah. Um, Harley, how about yourself, mate? Is there any players that you're watching that you 
sort of taken a other than Ricky, of course. No, we, well, we, 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 we played the grand final together in year two thousand. Yeah, yeah, we, we beat Railways by one point. Yeah, well, it all won us stuff. Well, we won that, didn't we? Who did you steal goals from back then, though? That's the question. No, no, <laughs> no, I, I was feeding people. Then. Oh right, feeding goals. So you were the young fella feeding that. Yeah, fair enough. Ricky in the back line, you get out the way. Yeah. I reckon Ricky in any situation you get out of the way whether you're, whether you're yeah. at the bar the you light at the whatever it be mate, you get, yeah. Ricky's coming you move yeah. and that's going to force that's going to force well you know getting back to your question one of, one of the blokes that I've, I've um, you know enjoyed being around and talking to is sitting right next to me this bloke here Ben oh, Ben Fleck Ben played two good quarters um, what was that game we played at, um, I can't remember the the game when you kicked that goal, you kicked it down the far end. Oh, that was Denmark round one. Denmark round one. Last quarter. You started out really well, and I and I, I made a point of going up to him and after, uh, at quarter time and half time and mm-hmm. encouraging him, and then he kicked the goal. Mm-hmm. I can't remember what I think it was the third quarter you kicked that goal. I'm not sure. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yeah, quarter, and yeah. I told him to take it on and have a crack at it. I don't know whether he was listening or not, but he kicked the goal. Off the <laughs> wind. And I'm thinking. Yeah, this is good because uh, we get on really well, man. This young, we played cricket together mm. a, a few years ago, and it's really pleasing to see young men take the game on and believe in their skills. And off the wing to kick to kick a goal like he did was really pleasing for me because I, mm-hmm. I thought I had a bit of a hand in that. But although he was out there doing hundred percent of it, I oh, thought, no, no, definitely, I've definitely got a lot of respect for Harley. He's no. just he's one of those people that when he, when he speaks, people listen. Um, just got that bit of a roar about him and. Yeah, just just always really insightful, and he was like just telling me because he he, he sees things that other people don't see, and he's telling me to push forward a bit, and I was oh yeah, and it was probably the right spot because yeah, he t- kind of told me to be there, so well, I actually owe my uh, my nickname to to Harley as well. You know, he said to me one day, he said, mate, you got to use the body and. And get a bit, uh, you know, get get a bit vicious about you sort of thing. And yeah, then... I remember that. <laughs> <laughs> you, know, you know, the assets that we're given, like some of us get, I got skinny legs, I can run like the wind. And you've got a, a, a good body, and people. Oh, I've like... never heard that before. <laughs> <laughs> I like the sound of that. Can I get that in writing? We've got running, we've got all those attributes, and like, um, I keep, um, you know, I talk to a few players that are. That have got different attributes physically, and you've got to recognise them and actually utilise them. And, and that's whether it's height, length, width, and and the work within your capabilities. You know what I mean? And that's yeah. about coaching that out. And so if you've got a bigger body, you get people to move out the way, yeah. so you go straight through. There's and that's one of the tactics that you can use with, as I say, with bigger body people. With the smaller body people, you get them to move around, and 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 that's get them to coach you. Tarrant's my young bloke, he's 16, right? He, he, um, he's got all those attributes, he's fast, he's, he's getting longer and longer. And I'm, I'm just, last year I got him to work on, on just running with the ball, grab the ball and run with it. It's an attribute he has and they can't touch him. And this year he's slowed down a fraction because I think his body's just grown into, because he's 16 and he's just starting to grow. So. And it's a difficult age, obviously, for footballers. Yeah. You know, you, you're, you're evolving as you get stuff, you get... Uh, the growth patterns and all those other things, but uh, you know, with, with those basic things, utilize your strengths and the things that you give your body, and that's 
Some Let's really good advice. Hence the force. <laughs> <laughs> so I owe, I owe that to you, you know. It's uh, <laughs> cool, man. It's myth cool. of legend. Yeah. <laughs> legend status. Yeah. Advice, yeah. I don't, don't know about legend status, but hopefully one day. <laughs> I'll dance for that. Yeah. <laughs> so um, I'll just roll back to, to the chat that we had on the Friday night, Harley. Um, yeah. Obviously, very confident there. And, and I, I think, as, you know, to, to simplify what you sort of said, you know, you felt at home up there having a chat amongst all your boys and stuff like that and and you know your, your second family so to speak um and one of the things you touched on was obviously your parents and their connection to the to the stolen generation yeah. yeah is that something that's hard to bring up for you at times or is that is that something that you've just sort of you've always known about you've grown up with and you just most of it's our, a part of your history sort of thing most of our um community throughout western australia our women community our, our wiki and i age we get my cousin we first yeah. cousins um, he's his dad, and my dad, and brothers, and and um, we, they were, there wasn't very many families that weren't touched in some way by that stolen generation stuff, and and it's it's something that, um, particularly our age, yeah. because it happened in, uh, started in nineteen oh five, and it went right through until about nineteen, well, it officially, sort of finished in the seventies when they stopped taking kids away from their Aboriginal parents. So there was there was almost seventy odd years of, of that particular practice. And it was a whole series of things that people thought it was a good idea and, and we all know that it was you know, on in reflection on it, it was it was pretty hard for all um, our, of our people to get through. Mum and Dad were both involved in that process and Ricky's parents as well, yeah. well and your brothers and cousins and so everyone in our families has been influenced by it all. And and that's the magnitude of it all. And I think sometimes, um, you know, it 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 comes out um, that we're a progressive society, um, more and more, and we're starting to become um, able to talk about those things with a far more objective sense. Um, because um, if we um, historically to talk about those types of events in an open forum like that, um, you know, if I'd have spoke about that particular subject at a um, you know, 15, 20 years ago, probably people would have ignored me and I've got to got talked down. But nowadays, we're actually starting to become more tolerant of cultures and the things that have happened to our communities and cultures. And So today's society is far more progressive in relation to the subjects that you can talk about and, and you know, what are not spoken about. You know, we look at the rights of women and, um, and, and a whole stack of other people that, you know, come from... Um, different societies, and you know the, the yeah. Sydney gay Mardi Gras. That's that's highlighted throughout the world. You know, yeah. as as an example of how progressive Australian society is. You know, so we're actually in the in in a, a pretty good time, I think. So I don't feel uncomfortable about talking about. It, but there are some moments when you when you go back to the personal things. You know, yeah. that affected your family, and 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 so there that it, it does have um, meaning for us all. Yeah, and do you think you, know, you talk about how progressive and and how, how comfortable you feel about speaking about it now? Do you think it's going to make it easier for other families and and community members to be able to speak up about it as we go along? Do you think you know what you're doing now? Do you sort of take pride in the fact that you're probably helping a lot of other people find a voice? Yeah, I think um, people need to be just comfortable in their own skins. You know what I mean? And I'm I've always been an extrovert sort of thing. I've not, not been afraid to talk, um, whether I've been the right or wrong, it's never been 
something that I'd consider to be, you know, yeah, I'll tell you whether you want to know or not, if, if you know what I mean. You know, yeah. But in, with, with that type of subject material, um, you've got to be um, cautious about it because I started work years ago with, um, I worked in a school when I was a young fella in 1988 and then I went through school as an education worker and I used to sit in the staff room with all the teachers and I couldn't understand what the teachers were talking about in the classroom and also in the staff room. So I went off and made myself more aware of what they were talking about as far as the education processes of kids and that because I was a, an Aboriginal education worker in Lockyer School. Yep. And I felt excluded from the conversation because I didn't know enough about the education system. So I went off and done some studies and became a teacher when I was in the, in the 90s, mid-90s. And then I armed myself with the knowledge and understanding and the culture, and then I became articulate enough to be able to express myself in 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 a broader scope with lots and lots of people. So what I did was actually um, we introduced Aboriginal studies in 1997 to the district 770 odd teachers, and I rolled that program out to teachers as teaching Aboriginal studies in schools in 97. And then also in 1997, we rolled out the um, Cultural Awareness Program, which was aimed at providing teachers with um, a lot more understanding of this is some of the reasoning behind why we've been excluded from school and it wasn't because they uh, didn't want to go to school, it was because they were just excluded. And so some of that history we rolled out. And so since um, my involvement in that 1997, I've just been talking about it and, and being... It's part of who I am. So it's not a um, not difficult for me to talk about, but um, sometimes you do need to reserve those quieter moments, particularly around um, you know um, Christmas time celebrations where your family who are not here um, you celebrate their times. My mum was in a in a mission for nine years. Dad was in there for a while, and, and a lot of our other parents uh, were in that same predicament, and that. As I say, it's, it's part of an Australian history. Mm. Yeah. Well, it's it's really good that we you know we are able to get you fellas on here and have a bit of a chat about it and and really sort of help to help to understand for people who don't know you know because it's um it's not, not not something I think we we focus on enough as an Australian society. It's something mm. obviously um, I think as a society we're not proud of how it was managed. I don't think. Um, you know, and, and going back, obviously, it's something that we, we wouldn't see today. We we hope, and you'd never see in the future. Um, so it's really good to be able to get your fellas in here and, and just sort of just learn a bit about it. And it's a it for some people it's going to be a tough subject, and for some people listening, this could be a tough subject. So oh, yeah, we we really appreciate you guys just coming in and sharing sharing what you want to share. You know, and we it means a lot to us to learn from you fellas about about what we're you know what we what we reconciliation week really means absolutely and you know just just in you know, from my own personal opinion just having this type of conversation with you blokes is really quite um, I'm relaxed here um, because I, I think we've got we're mates all around yeah. and that's the atmosphere that I've collected from our club I think and I don't know about you Rick but yeah no I'm the same yeah, yeah. <coughs> definitely Relaxed enough to kick a bag on the weekend. Too relaxed. So um, we touched just gently on uh, on a two thousand grand final between you fellas. Oh, sorry. So uh, oh, you guys yeah. playing for the same team? Yeah, yeah, same team. So same what team, team were you fellas playing for at the time? North, North Albany. Yeah. 
Now yeah. we've actually uh, we've actually had a bit of a look into that that, that game. Did you? Just just a just a little bit of a squeeze. Yeah. Did you see Harley on the ground grabbing? Um, what was his name? Dupay. on the boundary line. Dupay's over here, probably fifty metres away, and Harley's on the boundary line grabbing this Dupay. Scotty, Scotty Dupay. Grabbing him, and there was a photo. I actually got the photo. Oh yeah. Don't do that. Now, one thing that we did, we did sort of, we did think was quite interesting was a mention of Harley having quite a sharp elbow. No, no, no. <laughs> I used my knuckles a lot. <laughs> it's quicker, eh? more extended. Elbows. I know a few blokes that used to use them. I know one bloke that played for Royals. He was world renowned for using his elbow. Oh, yeah, yeah. I won't mention his name. Yeah. Yeah. I got out of way with that plenty of times. <laughs> yeah, no, no, I've never used that. Not, not now, I guess the, the big question we've got to ask, you know, in your, in your primes, so obviously, Ricky, we're talking last, probably last, oh, probably three weeks ago, your prime, obviously, against... Uh, Ricky still Still in his prime. versus versus Harley in his prime. Which one of you fellas was the better footballer? Oh, we're different footballers. Different, different footballers. Harley, probably, sent our forward top player. Yeah, they, they used to call me Slippery. Yeah. <laughs> so I, played, I played on the wing a bit. and then I, In fact, five foot eight I am when I played in the ruck. And we used to work on the, the up and down theory, you know, because most of our mob were, were pretty jump. Yeah, you know, yeah, like yeah, got the spring. Down, yeah. And the lateral thing up and down. Yeah. We we were pretty good in the air, most of our boys. My older brother Alwyn, he he was renowned for standing on bloke's shoulders and taking speckies. And so they used to stuck me in the ruck. Yeah, he was only five foot seven yeah. too. He used to actually <laughs> stand on bloke's shoulders, man. And and um, Michael Mitchell, I think, was very close. You remember that? Mark? Yeah, Michael Mitchell Thomas when he played with Claremont, and he actually stood on a bloke's shoulders. Well, we used to go along and watch a couple of our boys play footy, and um, and Wayne Lever was one. Yeah. Uh, he used to take specky marks all over the place. And yeah. Yeah, but no, footy was good fun back then. Days it was, it was hard though. I mean, I'll give you a tip. Okay. I played my game pretty much similar to. Um, Back in the day, it would be um, Westwood. Um, the ball was my ball, and straight at you in my get way. Up, get out the way. You go on, <laughs> and I broke probably about four jaws, a couple, oh. a couple of shot of collarbones. It's just hard. Yours or someone's? No, their jaws. Bone crusher. Maybe you need a nickname on the bloods there, mate. Ricky Bone Crusher. My nickname is my nickname's Rock, so I'll keep that. You like Rock? Yeah, yeah. It's been been a nickname of mine from North Albany days. Oh, okay. I had quite a few good mates back then. Still, still good mates. And yeah, yeah, they were good days then. And yeah, but um. I've, I've never been. I've been part of one shirt front that um, cut my tongue in half. And, oh, yeah, and um, went off and went up to the canteen and chucked a whole uh, bowl of sugar in my mouth and the, the sugar congeals your blood. Yep. And I just shut my mouth and played the whole game out. <laughs> Didn't go up to the hospital. Went up the bar and He's got a beer. And, <laughs> yeah, so Johnny Worsall. Yeah, I was riding my game pretty much similar to Johnny Worsall. So. Oh, I was banned from two pubs in Mount Barker. A shirt front in the bloke. Right? <laughs> <laughs> and there's only two pubs in Mount Barker. Right? Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> I went to the pub to get a beer after the game. There's no corner, you're not allowed in here. That was the bottom pub in South Barker because we played South Barker. And then they rang the top pub. We went to get some more beer, and then 
because we've got to keep that that one. <laughs> uh, I left, left my mark on uh, the blokes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So there, Mount Barton's a tight knit community. Absolutely. But, yeah, it's I'll, I'll, or yeah. I think you've left your mark on, on the yeah. Sharks in a, in a more positive oh, manner. Yeah. <laughs> nowadays. Yeah, and as, uh, Benny's just getting organised to hit you guys up with our fast five oh, questions. Yeah. Now, before we cross over to that, Ricky, I'm just going to ask, you, you used to cop the name The Rock. Yeah. Uh, and it's something you, you, is there any uh, correlation between that and the photos that we've seen on Facebook just recently <laughs> of, the, uh, of the guns on show? Oh, trying to compare oh, yourself to what, Dwayne The Rock Johnson? Oh. No, no, that's, that's just me. I'm, I'm, I'm 50, 52 years of age. Um, I like looking after myself and so forth. And my wife says to me, every chance you go and walk around this I'm gonna with no shirt on, I'm gonna take a photo and put on a No you're not, no you're not. You watch. So I'm walking, so I'm walking around, I just walk in the kitchen and the next one she's there with the camera she said, I got you. Like, oh. I think there was a pose in that one. I'm pretty sure there was a pose there, mate. There was a big smile the chest was puffed out, Like a proud peacock. You can't get to Hey, if 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 you 52 and you got a body like that, I think you Knock should be popping it out a little bit. I think you should be too. You know, right? Speaking of someone who's just found out he's got a good body, well, <laughs> I, I think you should be. I, I found, found that, yes. Yeah, just. <laughs> All right, so we're going to throw you over to, uh, to Benny Fleck. He's going to hit you up with the fast five. All right, so you guys ready to uh, answer our, our fun questions? Ben, how you feeling, mate? Ready to rock and roll? Yeah, yeah, all ready to go. Um, just a quick side note, though. Yeah, the 2000 grand final, I don't even think I would have been born yet, just to... Yeah. <laughs> don't know how that makes you folks feel, but... Um... <laughs> yeah. Alright, All right, so we've half answered this one, Ricky, from you, but who did you play most like back in the day, do you reckon, like, if you were to compare your game to? It's probably one more for Harley, because Ricky's yeah. already half answered. Yeah, yeah, you, you heard who I played. Yeah. <laughs> Tell us again. Oh, oh look, John, Johnny Westwald, um, you, you know, if someone was in trouble, I'd be there, sorted out. Um, if there needed to be a hub we'll get, I'd be in there to get it. Um, yeah, um, just look after my team, yeah, pretty much. I captained most of my sides, um, yeah, and I played like, I thought you, you had to lead from the front, so, yeah. And you, Harley, or who do you reckon you played with? Like? Rhys Jones. All you youngins out there, Google Reese Jones and then you understand. Might have to play a highlight reel of the year. Alright, your second one. What is your go to dish in the kitchen? To to cook. Yeah, to cook. Oh, to cook. I, I love cooking casseroles. Yeah, yeah, casseroles. Tell thing. us a bit about your casserole, Ricky. Oh, uh, my boys, uh, the people in my house, in my family, um, they don't like my casseroles, but I love my casseroles. I love eating them. So, <laughs> I, I like doing a beef casserole. Beef yeah. casserole. Yeah. Sounds like a winner. Yeah. Yeah. It is next week, I reckon. Well, I reckon. It sounds all right. How about you, Harley? What's I your like um, and cooking kangaroos too, because we go out hunting a lot of time, and I, I, I do a pretty pretty good kangaroo stew. And I, although my partner, Violet, she, she likes kangaroo meat cooked sort of like um, bland, so you can actually taste the quality of the meat. But I like putting 
all sorts of spices, Flavors, noodles yeah. and chilli and onion and, and oh, just I'm, decking it I'm up. hearing yeah. a great cookout coming up. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 You, you go camp with this casserole. Go camp with this bloke. And Harley's beef stew. Sorry, Roo stew. I'm loving the sound of this. We should do it by night, eh? We're, we're doing it. We're, we're, we're passing this in. This might be a fundraiser. Well, it won't be, won't be bland. I'll give you a tip. It won't, won't be bland. Oh, that's yeah. alright. I'm happy with that. Yeah, this could be fundraising towards the Goonies. That's great. Alright. Um, given its reconciliation weight, who's your favourite Indigenous player? Other than Benny oh. Fleck, of course. That's a hard one now. That's a tricky one. Yeah, I'd have to say my favourite Indigenous player would be my brother, um, Wayne Wynn. Um, young fellow that uh, played for Tambla. Um, yeah. Back in the day, he played for East Perth um, in the same team as uh, what's the fellow's name now? The foundation Robert, Robbie works for. We're a putter. Played no, the same team as we're a putter, and he was probably as good as we're a putter. But yeah, he got homesick and went back home. So and he got uh, asked to go. No, Essendon was chasing him, he was down in Tambla and he was out hunting. Mm. And if he'd have got caught he'd have been playing for Essendon and you know, but mm. no, but he's my favourite favourite football, my brother. That's really yeah. special. Yeah. yeah. I, I don't I can't I find it really hard to find one. But the most give us a, um, if you like if you the, give us the top five if that makes one you feel better. One of the blokes that that well, he's related to us and that's Buddy Franklin. Mm. Yeah. Buddy when he grabs a ball you know something's going to happen, and he's kicked some of the the best goals I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. And off off the left boot at 100 miles an hour, that one he kicked in the centre when he jumped over that mm-hmm. bloke, and yeah. that was just <laughs> magic. Knock yourself out, man. Yeah, incredible. Yeah. 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 Of course, you know yours is Eddie Betts. Oh, absolutely, Eddie Betts. I mean, <laughs> I think I think we're going to go around. Such a pump up. Oh. <laughs> and, and how could you not? You know, I mean, if you watch his highlight reel, you know, whether he's playing for Carlton or, or Adelaide. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he's got three goal of the years already. He's yeah. already got a couple of goal of the year nominations yeah. this year. Bloke of the year too. Oh, he is. He really is. Um, I love it. You know, he's wrote a storybook this year, for, uh, last year for kids. Mm. He's got so much involvement in in the artwork, which I, I just love to see. You know, I mean, obviously, people who know me know I'm, I'm all about the music and the arts and everything like that. And I love the fact that he's he's mm. pushing that. You know, so. Yeah. Any bits, any day of the week. Yeah, I, pretty I, cool. So, yeah. I was just about everyone saying about you, right? Yeah, well, keeping it um, the Adelaide Crows, I reckon, um, or oh, Andy McLeod. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah, <laughs> 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 I yeah, Barry yeah. Cable saying that Andrew McLeod is probably one of his favourite Indigenous players. And yeah. I and sort of made me think. Too. Yeah, it made me think. He's, he's probably one of mine too, just watching the way he used to run with the ball, you know, tuck it under the arm and Roll off you went. That sort of confidence. Yeah, just, um, I love, love his intensity. Um, but also, like, being a Ruckman, Paddy Ryder, yeah. someone yeah, I look yeah, up to. Um, you know, I was at the Eagles Port game and just seeing Paddy, just the way, the way he's leap, just everything he does around the ground. Um, he can go forward, kick a goal. Um, yeah, he's pretty talented, eh? Yeah, yeah, I love the way he, he plays. Yeah, yeah, as a Tiger supporter, Morris Rioli was something special too. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, um, three things that you guys can't live without. Football. <laughs> wife. <laughs> good, good answer. <laughs> <laughs> love it when the wife gets on <laughs> should, should, should I? No, no, no. I'll go back the other way. Wife. Right. <laughs> football. Oh, you only said football because we were just talking oh, about it. Yeah, you yeah. just, just, just come out. Yeah. yeah. So wife, football. Wife, football. Um... And at the moment, my four drives. 
you kick that oh, dear, well, that hard thing. Well, yeah. Trick of a thing. Yeah, because we're barefoot, you know. So, yeah, they were. And the best kick would be the torpedo. So if you tried to do a drop punt, you would, it would chances be. are yeah, you'd yeah, kick that yeah, thing. Yeah, so most yeah. of the time, yeah, the torpedo. So we call it torpedo. Yeah. We had a, um, a bloke by the name of Wally Williams. Yeah, and Wally was about 18, 19 stone and about six foot. And we used to kick torpedo. I used to play in a ruck. And I grabbed a ball one and kicked this torpedo down to the forward line. And Wally would stand there and mark it. That was my favourite kick, was a talk. Because um, you get more distance on it. Yeah. And every now and again, you get them to swing like a boomerang and they'd come like that. They'd land where you want them to land. But the yeah. talk was... But we, we, you don't kick them nowadays, eh? You, Not so much. You know, you don't see you don't see a lot of them, but um, mm. I think... Uh, I think on, the, on our training uh, Tuesday night, someone did one. Yeah. And then he got told by our... Got told our, by our tags. Our, our, our tags... Um, yeah, you do that there, buddy, and you'll be coming sitting with me. So, sit on so yeah, the torpedo, uh, you know, it, oh, it, if, if you can do it and it comes <laughs> off, you know, it's good. But if you do it and it doesn't come off, well... Oh, Rory Atkins from 60 metres out doing a tour, he looked pretty good on the... Uh, yeah, yeah. Like two weeks ago. A few of the Crows boys aren't too bad at it. Paul Seedsman. Seedsman, yeah. yeah. That, was, that, that was, was a nice... Yeah, yeah. Got a little nice uh, goal of the year nomination as well, actually, yeah. that one. They must practice it. We yeah. get told not to do it, so... But if you ever yeah. saw, um, what's his name, Malcolm Blight's kick oh, after... Oh, oh, after yeah. oh, 60, yeah. 65 metres out or something. Yeah. Like I, I, it doesn't matter how young or old you are, you know that kick. We've all kick. seen it. We've all yeah. seen it. It's yeah. a magic kick. We're a pointer. Yeah. We're, we're a pointer smash in the middle, yeah. Mm. yeah. 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 drop him into the centre. For... He'd love the new rules where he can just run straight out. Down to the forward problem. One kick. Yeah, Ben, we haven't had a chance to ask you the question. Are you yeah, a Tory or a Barrel? Oh, yeah, Tory. I think I think it's a um, WA thing. I think most yeah. people over here, a bit like Palmy and Palmer. Like some, oh, that's yeah. that's a debate for another day. We don't have a podcast <laughs> enough to get into that one. But um, I think I think Tory has has gotten well. You and I have been forced it. Yeah, we're back in it. Yeah. We've, we've got we got so we've got five votes for it's the Tory debate. Oh, and we've only got two on the barrel. Who's the barrel? Oh, we've got we, Nathan Smith and, and Liam McCandless, so Big Mac. <laughs> and those two guys come from soccer? Yes. Well, yes. Yeah. Well, they, yeah. They, yeah. They, 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 maybe. Sorry, sorry, fellas. We'll have to do a bit more uh, research, yeah. but we're gonna, we're gonna, I think we're going to keep this one open. We're going to keep it going keep in the next going. next couple of episodes. Yeah. See, if it's, um, see if we can't get to the end of it. So a Tory or a barrel? We've got five points for Tory, yeah, Tory and two points for barrel. Yeah, I reckon you get the Tory. I think I think we're going. Yeah. I'm hoping we're going for Tory. It's, it's yeah. what I've always gone with. But right. um, yeah. just make sure you pick blokes who don't play soccer. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you'll have anybody who, yeah, who, who wants to come on the yeah, show, obviously. Joking. And uh, yeah. you know, I think uh, as we like to say, we've we've talked you fellas out of breath for the day. I think, um, except for you, Harley, I think you could go. <laughs> no, really. I would see record, mate. If we lock lots you and me on a, in a room, mate, mate, we can talk for days. I reckon that we can set the world record. You and I will have another conversation. I'm looking forward to another conversation with you, Harley. Um, and the Guernseys. And the Guernseys, absolutely. We're going to have a conversation yeah, with you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we'll see what we can, we'll see what we can do. You know, uh, hopefully we'll raise a bit of awareness through the podcast and we'll get stuck into it next year. Just push it, man. Hopefully we look forward to if if not both teams, definitely at least the league side running. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. With, with, with some new jerseys. And then when you go when you go to the team, you, you might as well just go right the whole four rather than. Yeah, yeah. we'll do that. Well, if we can do that, that'll be even better, you know. Yeah, so. Yeah. Um, yeah, we'll see how we go, but uh, yeah. 
just want to thank you fellas for coming out. Uh, obviously, Harley, you had a great mm-hmm. chat with us on Friday night. We, we, we just thought we had to capitalise on it. Appreciate it. And, and we appreciate you have coming in having a chat with us. Ricky, for you, big fella, we're looking forward to five goals this weekend. Hey. <laughs> you know, Thanks like, for having me on, boys. Uh, no thank you for coming in. Thanks for coming, boys. And to Ben, uh, like we said, we, you know, you've, you've been nothing but a massive help to the feeding frenzy. Um, great ideas, great segments. The Fast Five's a winner. Absolutely. Good man. I think, I think, I think uh, playing your role, that's exactly what it takes me. Pretty natural out too, eh? He is. He's really got some great ideas. He's an avid... Uh, podcast listener, so you'll be probably having to listen to this tomorrow when you go for your for your run, hopefully. Oh, absolutely, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And Rick, Richter, I mean, episode four, five, five. 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 I'm losing count. Can you believe it? <laughs> <laughs> and as we said, we're available anywhere: running track, stocking shelves, in the bathtub, <laughs> in the car. We're the most versatile. We're probably, I think. Just quietly, I think we're probably the most popular uh, podcast in all of Albany. Just, oh, just between you and I. Like, that's well, that's yeah. And I was peeled cool. for cool. a big social media appearance in the coming, in upcoming. Hopefully. Absolutely, yeah. 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 Trying to get it far. Yeah, no, I think that's a yeah. It's a, it's it's a bold call. Could be. Yeah. It's a bold call, but I'm going with it. Too many other podcasts. We might just well be number one in all of Albany. Definitely the number one uh, Albany Sharks uh, podcast. So that's yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, uh, thanks for making the opportunity too. Jeff. Yeah. Really appreciate it. No worries. It's what we love to do. So um, as we always do when we sign off, fellas, the only thing left to say is up the Sharks. Yeah. Up the Sharks. Yeah, this one's for Tags. Love your footy. <laughs> and for Jeffrey, love the umpires. Love the umpires. <laughs>